Weekly! This week, we're talking about Taylor Swift! And here lies love! And now your host, Mr. Mike Indeglio! What is up, team? Welcome to KM Geekly. Just a sneak peek at two geeks talking about some of the things got them through the week. Looking forward to this coming week. And we are on a time crunch today because I have to go mm. to a lunch in for my boss virtually, but that's okay. I can show up a little bit late because that's what I do to most meetings uh, because I'm doing content for this show. I'm joined as always. Mm-hmm. Well, not always. Sometimes that's uh, true. he gets a week off and he's back and we are better for it. Keith Varney, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm I'm a little under the weather, but you know what? I'm having a good week anyway. Things things are going well. I got to see a Broadway show last night. You know, things are pretty good. We did a, a great uh, reading for Keith's new musical uh, two weeks ago. Uh, we got to mention it last week. It was really awesome to be a part of Keith. Looking forward to good news coming up. But of course, we can't talk about any of those things until they are real because that's the nature of this business. But just yeah. wanted to congratulate you on taking that first step because that's one of the hardest. Well, thank you. And I'm, I am very grateful to, to you and CEO Jen. Uh, who are incredibly helpful in that entire process, and I'm. Um, it's. It, I think it went really well. I think it was fun. I think as a as a first draft, it didn't burst into flames, mm-hmm. and so we'll uh, we'll go from there. So this week we we have two quick topics. Uh, we're going to start with Keith this week, uh, and you went to see a Broadway musical that I almost went to see a few weeks ago, and and opted into seeing Back to the Future instead, which I regretted hmm. almost instantaneously. I'll talk about that at another time. Oh boy! Uh, not not in its not well maybe. I, I just wish I'd picked something else that could have used my money, uh, but instead. Uh, I've got you to give me the lowdown on the controversial, for a while, musical, Here Lies Love, Keith. Let's I mean, talk- if you want to give your money to people who need it, I'll do a musical in your mm. living room for 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, tell us about what the show is and and, and anything you want to talk I'm, about. Yeah, I'm excited love. to talk about it. Uh, and while I do, I, I'm bouncing back. Okay. I don't know uh, from where. So um, you, you're going to work on that? Well, mm-hmm. I tell you about... Here Lives Love, uh, currently playing on the Broadway theater, uh, on Broadway, which is it's, it's a little bit diff- a little bit complex because it's the Broadway theater on Broadway, but whatever it is, did that fix it? Uh, for you, it Keith? is. What's that? Did that fix it for you? It sure surely did not. No idea what's happening anymore. I don't know. Lots of things are happening. That's okay. That's okay. So Here Lies Love uh, has a concept and music and lyrics by David Byrne, of course, and uh, additional music by Fat Boy Slim. Uh, it's directed by Alex Timbers, and it is the basically the story that fit, that did it. Uh, the story of Imelda Marcos, who, uh, if you don't know, she was the wife of the uh, Philippine dictator in the seventies and eighties um, before she was exiled. Mm. Um, but it was it, it was one of those it's one of those stories that I was peripherally aware of. In the you know, as a kid who watched the evening news in the eighties, I, I was like, "Oh, she's the one with the trillion shoes or whatever," and uh, she was. That's literally all this... I know about the character, the, the person. Yeah, so she it basically was you know her and her husband were living this ridiculously lavish lifestyle in an impoverished country, and um, now I'm back, uh, and basically exploiting all the people in her country. And living this wild lifestyle. And that's sort of all. And at some point, the country got fed up 
and 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 booted them in a bloodless coup, which was pretty impressive. Um, so this, so what is this musical, right? It, it's it, it's a it, interesting. It's sort of an Evita ish story, mm-hmm. but she's kind of even worse. It's it's sort of a Darth Vader story because you want to start really rooting for her, right? She grew up poor. Um, and you know she's working her way up in politics. She's trying to overcome you know the the disadvantages that she had. She was a woman in power in the seventies and the eighties, and so you want to be like, yes, let's go for it. But then she just turns out to be pretty morally bankrupt, <laughs> and uh, so it's basically the story of her, her husband, and her first boyfriend, who uh, is ended up becoming a senator in the Philippines and ran the opposition party to her, her entire life who uh, doesn't end well. Mm. So, uh, but what is, but the show itself is this crazy, like dance party disco thing. You know, it's a, it's a club, right? Mm -hmm. And so the entire Broadway theater has been redesigned and rebuilt they tore out all of this orchestra seats entirely. So it's like a pit? And it's like standing room? It's standing room. So you can see below, that is where the orchestra is. And they have this, this platform in the middle of it, surrounded by the audience in the orchestra, that they are continually turning and mm. rearranging stuff. So they have literally like flight attendants pushing the floor people out and around as they're moving the set. And so the act, the action of the musical takes place all over the theater. So the actors are going through through the crowds there. They're up on the side. They're up in the balcony. They've got they have like a a, a runway at the at the, at the the very extension of the front mezzanine. Uh, I was very fortunate to be. I was dead center front row of the mezzanine. It was a phenomenal place to see the show. They have a DJ right there, you know, sort of r- running the action, sort of being the narrator, sort of. And these LED screens everywhere, which are really big a part of telling the story. Um, and so it is a very unique theatrical experience, um, both in its subject matter. Obviously, we're, we're telling a story about the Philippines right? with a, with a fully Fili- uh, Filipino cast. Um, and it's a story that, you know, is basically this country's entire 20th century really telling the story of that and sort of where it went and where it is now. Um, so it's incredibly relevant. It's incredible. It, it's about the threat to democracy um, in all places and how that happens, which feels pretty freaking relevant yep. right now. Um, performances were, were terrific. Um, it's led by Ariel Jacobs, Jose Yana and Conrad Ricamora. Um, the three of them are all terrific in the show. Um, it's a good time. So the, the, the big controversy here was that it took a while for them to uh, come to agreement with the musicians union to use enough musicians because they wanted to not use many because it's any, a very karaoke, any. right? So did did any of that bleed over? What was the, your thoughts on the music? How was the mix? What was the band? Blah, blah, blah. The, <clears throat> the, the band sounded great. I mean, I think it, it, you can definitely tell where they're using tracks, mm-hmm. which which made sense, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're doing sort of club music, which is sort of tracked like that. It's it's digital, it's manipulated, and that is entirely appropriate to the style. And then there were other styles where you you wanted live musicians, and it really did help to have the live musicians there. So I, I think they came to a good compromise on that. Um, the only sound issue I had, the 
sometimes the vocals were a little muddy, at least where I was sitting. Mm -hmm. So I didn't catch every lyric that I wanted to. Um, But, you know, that said, for me personally, I would desperately not have wanted the floor seats Mm -hmm. and to be, you know, because with that with that whole thing spinning around you're basically just like you know clothes in a dryer as an audience member spinning around constantly and it's continually rearranging which is really cool visually it's not just this thing that spins around the the main deck of the stage comes forward and rearranges and so it's continually moving which is really cool because i had a seat and i could sit down and watch it (laughs) but i'm old you know Younger, cooler people might want to be down there. So it was, um, I, I definitely give it a thumbs up. I, I found it found it very enjoyable. Um, it's a it's it's a good time. So you can, uh, and it's not it, it's it, you know it's it's hard you know on yeah. Broadway right now. So you can get very affordable tickets for it right now. Um, go see Here Lies Love at the uh, the Broadway Theater. It was uh, it was a good time. All right, Keith. Well, I took myself to go to the movies and check out the Taylor Swift Errors Tour concert. Alone by yourself, opening weekend on Saturday at 9 p.m. Yeah, which was actually, (laughs) yeah, I felt a little weird. I actually took notes and wrote down uh, because I didn't want to just be sitting there weird by myself, so I had a notebook and a pen so I could look like Oh, that makes it less weird. No, no, it was press, (laughs) right? Uh, So... First thing I want to say is I want to commend the theaters, and I mentioned this in my review, because they really, they put a message before the show, they put out marketing out front, they really wanted to attract concert goers rather than movie goers here. It's very much about the concert, so a lot, there was a gr- there was groups of uh, girl groups uh, of adult women and young girls coming with their dads and moms and together as friends and hanging out and singing along and doing all the callback, like Rocky Horror callback stuff. Uh, and, and, and don't forget single white dudes in their 40s. Yeah, right. With, with a notepad. With a notepad and a pen. Who, and, so, and they encouraged it. And they even gave a message. The, the head, I was at a, uh, a Marcus movie tavern. And uh, Mr. Marcus actually did a whole speech beforehand on film saying, we want you guys to have fun. Be loud. Sing along. Which to me, in my grumpy old now, I was like, oh, I just want, can I just hear the music? Experience the music. But one of the reasons I go to that theater is because it's so loud. I knew I was going to hear him anyway. So... That all said, uh, here's what I jotted down, and I'll, hmm. uh, for the sake of brevity, I will read this. Hey, I think I get it now. See, Taylor writes lyrics that, while not earth-shattering in complexity or poetry, they capture the intensity of that brief time in life when every hmm. emotion is felt a thousand percent in your core and on your sleeve. Remember that you love it when you love, sure you do. love hard. When you when your heart is broken, your heart is broken hard, and. The music seems to connect with a wide audience of both young people who are going through mm-hmm. that period of life right now and those olds who are desperately trying to reconnect with those feelings in this ever increasingly complicated world, mm. right? I mean, as she captures that moment and there's nothing trite about it. When she performs it, it feels like she is expressing those things. Now, the concert itself is captured spectacular here. Uh, the intense production that uh, we get to see wide shots of and spinning shots. They spent a gajillion dollars on this production. But what I love about it is that it, it, it doesn't hide Swift or any of her weaknesses, vocally or whatnot. Uh, it, it throws her directly in the center, in, 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 in almost a round, in the round. Uh, it showcases her, focuses on her butt, and this I loved. It also showcases her backup dancers and vocalists, which you see in a lot of different concerts. But what you don't see in a lot of other big concerts like this is her band. 
it doesn't just shove her live band in the corner or on like a, a jut somewhere. Mm. It brings them center, it puts them in the choreo. There are some numbers where they just all stand as a band and play together, which you don't expect in sort of a pop tour, but they're there and they're awesome. Uh, I'm a what I'm glad is that she avoids, she's got good handlers, she avoids general patter as that is not her superpower. When she goes into patter mm -hmm. or introductions, you can tell there's a facade. It's not how she connects. Uh, where she connects is the music. And she delivers almost three full hours of hits. And there are edits here. There are edits for costume changes and different things. So this concert is clearly over three hours. So kudos oh, yeah. to Taylor for giving her fans what they are paying. I can't imagine being able to do that vocally. I, I don't think you do anything else. I think you are, you're like, it's like an athlete. You train yeah. for the concert and you just do the concert. It's like a marathon, yeah. Her performances are earnest. They're passionate. Even the songs I didn't know, and there were a ton I didn't know, because she's released a, a 19 album, something like that. Uh, don't quote me on that. That's just a number I picked out of the air. They're windows. E even the tunes I didn't know, I felt like I should know them, and I want to go back and kind of visit. The Atmos mix is what I want to talk about. Right, the full uh. channel Atmos mix. It does Yeoman's work to giving you that feeling that you are amongst 60,000 fans, all right? At times I thought the kids behind me were acting up only to find that they were just eating popcorn and it was the mix. Like there was channels of just people screaming and talking. Uh, the bass was going through your heart. It felt mixed, right? It was mixed and cohesive, but it was but it was felt like a live mix. Uh, interested to see how it, how it translates when they have to kind of scale down that mix to five channels, seven channels for home home release. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and I, as I mentioned, kudos to the theater screening, the films, uh, allowing the audience to share their exuberance. The whole thing brought the stratospherically expensive tour to the massives, massives, and I commend them for that effort. Here's my one and only gripe. It is okay. completely over-directed. Uh, like, they felt they had to match the direction of the, of the cinematography to the kind of chaotic pop nature of rock concerts so many whip cuts so many we're super mm. we're super close up on taylor then like we're whipping around and then we're going here and we're shooting over there. like so many cuts now i know that they were trying to cut out a lot of the like kids with their cell phones up and not show the huge projections which were showing taylor so you don't get that effect of like Oh, picture. they didn't show all the projections? Oh, the projections that were show were showing Taylor, yes. not their like set design. Yeah, but because they were trying to avoid too much of like, oh, there's Taylor on the 50-foot screen and she's also there, you miss some of the big production, like the colors and the effects mm. they're doing, which is the stuff I like. But here's the thing. The, she her one of her big hits, All Too Well, it's called. It's that the song about the scarf or whatever. She does a 10 minute version here, beautiful solo acoustic version, passionately performed. And they decide because of that, they have two shots, a front wide, right, of her, mm -hmm. and then like a close side. And they just cut between those two. And it's like cinematic, theatrical, breathtaking. And I'm like, mm. why can't we just have more shots like that? Let her be the be the show and just give me some wide shots. Uh, so that's my gripe. It's it's really overdirected. At times, like a little disorienting, like a little dizzying. Mm. I think they're trying to capture that like kid going crazy at a concert, like just out of her mind type of experience. So that was a little bit of a bummer. But overall, whoo, I was not bored. I didn't get up to pee. I was invested. Really super psyched to see it again when it's on. I can watch it on my OLED and uh, oh, see what you think. Well, that, that reminds me, and I, 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 know, I know you got to go, so maybe this will... You know what? I'm going to make this my weekly rad. Okay. Uh, 
And that is uh, how Here Lies Love incorporated exactly that because they did a lot of live video mm. on uh, during the show because a lot of it happens in the press and the media or whatever. So they have live cameras that they're projecting on the back wall sort of all over the theater. And they did some... I thought the best sequence in the whole thing where he's sort of campaigning. And so he's walking through the audience and we're seeing the black and white image of what he's doing. And he's walking through the actual crowd and interacting with them as if bringing them into the story. So cool. Right. But then he goes up onto the main stage and which has the wall of the live video on him and they tilt up. And that's where you see him on the video, but then the video on the video and the video on the video. And that's where you start to get in trouble. And everybody in the world will be like, all right, we got to cut that. We got to figure out an angle where it doesn't show that. Well, damn, no. They brought in people standing behind him and then made that choreography so that when you move this way, you was like, chick, 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 That's cool. As the choreography. And it was just like, that is so freaking creative to turn that liability into an asset. I literally, I turned to the person I was with. I was, I was like, holy shit, that was amazing. Yeah, create new ideas. That's the thing, right? Uh, well, oh. I'll take my weekly ride to just mention, uh, I think I've met, I don't think I've mentioned it on the show before. So Jen, my CEO, Jen, she's off doing a show. She's understudying. Oh my God, yes. And, you know, to cut costs at any given way, p- people do it. It's tough to make money on Broadway, off-Broadway, Keith will tell you. But uh, one of the ways people are doing it is they're taking uh, the understudies, right? And instead of having them come through the rehearsal process, they just bring them in during tech. And they say, watch the show as we're lighting it. And then like, just be ready, right? Just in case. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. You probably won't have to go on, but like, just in case. Anyway, long story short, as you can imagine, first preview. So the first time an audience is coming and with that producers, right? Because this is a show that they're talking about potential other places it could it could run. And the uh, first, the first preview hasn't even had a rehearsal. No rehearsals, none. Just watching, Zero. sitting and watching and taking notes. And they were like, you got to go on. So they gave her the option to say no. They would just cancel the performance. But that's not who CEO Jen is. She no. uh, had done her work. She got up there. She said that a couple of people, the first time she's even held a hu- inhuman conversation with them was during the run of this show, the first night of previews. Because right. she didn't <laughs> want she didn't, she didn't to bug them during their rehearsal process, which is another way she's a great professional. Anyway, she nailed it, uh, and I'm sure she's going to have to go on again. So uh, congratulations, and uh, best of luck. Way Insane. to be a pro. The, the type of thing that like could be fatal even to think about for some people. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, there you go. That is a super fast K&M Geekly. Thanks to all of our patrons. You know who you are. You can check us out, patreon.com slash K&M. Keith. I'm going to go to this meeting. Yeah, you are. We're going to talk again next week. Uh, I'm going to see the new Martin Scorsese film, so we'll talk about that. It's four hours. Uh, But in the interim, don't let anybody yup your yum and tell you if the windows are not. Keep on doing the things you find fun and keep on geeking on.